Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, we're together again. 10-minute Tuesday time. The law of entropy. Uh, can I tell you, that's been, it's been some of the most exciting and meaningful learning of my entire adult life, diving into this universal law of physics. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why in a moment and, and tell you why it's relevant to the Insecurity Project, more importantly. But before that, a couple of exciting things coming up. Firstly, uh, Valentine's Day next week, the release of the cover artwork for the Leverage book, the publishing company uh, making that known, uh, releasing it to the world. They've kept it to themselves, so no one's seen that. A few people have snuck a peek at it, uh, but that that is all. It's off to the printers, uh, ready for a, an April release, and uh, they're releasing it to the world for everyone to see on uh, yeah next next Tuesday. Valentine's Day. So that will mean you can pre-order that book off my website. That will be the first place that you can get it. You won't get a copy until April, so you know that. But it it would be a great support to me as the author uh, in financing the whole operation and uh, covering the cost of of publication and printing uh, to be able to do that. So I'll sign all those pre-order copies if you're willing to wait. So you'll find information there on my website. Secondly, uh, it's been over six years since I've trained anyone in the coaching space, and and I'm back ready to do it again. Um, I I love being a coach, and I love equipping others. I think in the past I've underestimated how hard it was to replicate the skill set because it's not just about knowledge or some tools. The only way to be a successful coach in the world is to embody your message and to live out what you're doing. So. I feel like I've found a way to actually coach people and train them at the same time. Um, I'm, I'm putting out an event called 18 Models, which when I've looked back over my body of work, there are 18 models, maps of meaning, sense-making paradigms, frameworks, tools that are either um, all mine or adaptations of other people's models that are the basis of my toolkit for how I do my work in the world. So I've written a training manual and compiled all that information in one place and I'm running a five-day training event early May in Goulburn. So if you've dreamed of being skilled as a coach uh, or want the coaching skill set to use in a whole bunch of other domains and are looking for a really high quality space to learn that, uh, there'll be information also on my website around the 18 Models event in May. Now, the law of entropy. What in the world is that, you might ask? Uh, so bear with me. It gets a little bit complicated, but not really. Very simple if you can just just wrap your head around uh, what sounds technical. So first of all, uh, the definition of entropy is the amount of randomness in the system. So entropy measures the probability that you could rearrange atoms and molecules of a thing to observe the same structure of that thing. Okay, so um, put, put simply, there is... Uh, if you if you organize sand on a beach to form a sand castle and then you come back in a year's time 
uh, the, the likelihood of you still finding those sand molecules uh, organized in that castle, what's the likelihood of that? Well, not very likely at all. In fact, it's unlikely that you came back in a day. Uh, also, if you um, if you had an ice cube and, and you put it in a glass and you left that glass on the table and you came back in a year, uh, what is the probability that at any point in that year you come back and you find that ice, which is ordered, in a specific way, still in its same order. Uh, it's actually not. The universe is tending toward entropy. It's it's losing energy. It's moving towards dissipation. If you think about the Big Bang 14.3 billion years ago, there was a massive condensation and, and coming together of energy. It all started in a very dense ball of heat and there was an explosion outward. And from that moment in time and space, the universe has been trying to cool down and spread out and chill out. Uh, you know, our sun is actually trying to cool down. It's it's moving from uh, a state of high energy to low energy over a long, long period of time. Uh, and scientists have discovered that that law covers everything. So, uh, the, the law states that in, in a system, uh, energy will move from a hot body to a cold body. So if you have a, if you have a cup of coffee and you put it out uh, you know, in your kitchen, uh, it's not getting hotter, it's actually getting colder. It's, it's going to form an equilibrium with the air around it, with the cup, with the table, and, and relax and, and dissipate and become the same. So left unaffected disorder increases over time an ice cube which is order it actually melts into disorder a sandcastle which is ordered it dissolves back into disorder you build a house uh, in the forest and you you leave it like that it doesn't get better it gets overgrown mold takes over vines trees branches wood rots you you, you have an, an apple, you put it out in the sun, it decays, it doesn't get better, it dissolves. Every system is moving towards randomness. So the likelihood of finding order in any system is unlikely. It's more likely to find disorder. So order is the exception, disorder is the rule. So how do you reverse this? Well, you add energy back into the system, stealing it from another place. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. That's another part of this law. So there is a fixed amount of energy in the universe that is dissipating. So, you know, if you want to reheat your coffee cup and reverse the entropy, then you've got to add power to it. Well, where do you get that power from? Well, you you burn gas or you, you use electricity, which is burning coal or uh, capturing energy from the sun or energy from hydro, uh, but there is energy injected back into that system to reverse the order uh, of, of entropy and, and, add, and bring back order, bring back things the way you'd like them to be. I read an incredible article by James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, explaining the practical applications for how this hits the ground in our life, and he quoted Murphy's Law. You know, if, if anything, anything that can go wrong will go wrong, that's that's the law of entropy. It's saying, yeah, things are moving toward chaos and disorder. If it's if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. That's the natural order of things. Things deteriorate over time if you don't pay attention to them. For every arrangement of life and business and relationships and and society that is ordered in a way that works well, there are a million more arrangements that don't work well. The ordered arrangements are far more unique than the disordered ones. 
Leo Tolstoy, his book Anna Karenia, uh, the first line, famous quote, happy families are all alike, but every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Like, there are many, many ways for a marriage or a family to fail, but only a very few ways for it to succeed. An ordered marriage, an ordered family is the exception. A disordered one is the rule. So here's the interesting point. If you leave things, they follow the law of entropy. They move toward disorder. If you get married, there's an injection of energy, an injection of love, commitment, intimacy, intention that brings two people together. If you leave that and don't inject any more energy into that system, then the system moves towards entropy. Two people have their relationship get worse, not better. If you learn something at university or at school and leave that learning inactive and don't do anything with it, that energy dissipates. You don't naturally get smarter. You naturally get dumber. That that energy is, that knowledge is, is lost to you. You don't get to keep it just because you had it once. If you have a level of fitness and strength and you don't continue to add energy to that system, you get less strong and less fit. So everything that matters in life requires energy to bring order back into it. Now, you might be thinking, this is a pretty bleak outlook of the world. You're telling me everything's getting worse, everything's moving towards chaos. That's alarming. That's terrifying. You you know, the universe is eventually going to run out of energy. The sun's going to stop giving up heat. Everything's going to get sucked in the black hole. Stars are going to die, and it's all over. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the inevitable end at some very, very future time. Um, But the wonderful news, and and this is made very clear by Steven Pinker in in his book Enlightenment Now, which is a case for why things are getting better, not worse. It's a remarkable book. Steven Pinker says, The ultimate purpose of life, mind, and human striving is to deploy energy and information to fight back the tide of entropy and carve out refuges of beneficial order. Again, you might be thinking, great, that's good, but gee, it's hard, and and, gee, this is bleak, and we've got the odds stacked against us. Um, No, that's actually not that bleak. That's actually wonderful. So you think about the fact that entropy is a universal law, the universe is moving to dissipate energy. That's actually our advantage. A simple example, ice melts on top of mountains, turns into water, runs downhill, spins turbines that generate great electricity. So because entropy is melting the ice and moving it into water, that's the opportunity for electricity to be created. Because the sun is looking to cool down in giving off heat, we get to use that heat. We, we are faced with an abundance of energy being thrown our way at every moment in time because the universe is looking to get rid of it. So we get to use that energy and we get to do work with that energy. The fact that there is a natural tendency, a gravitational pull, if you like, toward chaos is our opportunity for strength. The fact that we have to work at it, the fact that we have to choose what to do with our energy is our opportunity for growth. The fact that it's hard, and it is hard, it's it's incredibly hard. The odds of randomness are higher than the odds of order. The odds that we will fail are higher than the odds that we succeed. The odds that our marriage won't work are higher than the odds that it will. The odds, the odds that our business will fail are higher than our, 
that they'll succeed. The odds that we'll be alone and isolated and won't make great friends are higher than the fact we'll have a lovely social group that's well-ordered and functional. But that's great news because that's our opportunity. That's our reason to lean in, to think clearly about what it is that we do with our energy, to understand that this is how things work. There is no changing this law. There is no point um, either giving into it or fighting against it. The opportunity is to use it for your advantage. So you can solve the puzzle. You can weed the garden. You can fix your marriage. You can arrange messy individuals into a high-performing team. And you can rid yourself of insecurity. So rather than using your energy to hide and run all that great energy given to you, using it to defend yourself, to prove yourself, to dominate others, to suppress others, to demonstrate, to demand, if you use that energy to do the work of dissolving deconstructing, resolving your limiting beliefs about yourself, that is your opportunity to find pockets of order that set you up beautifully for life. Every week, almost, I say that my job is to dial down the angst people feel toward doing the work around solving insecurity. Here's another way of doing that. If you don't face your fears, they will consume you. It is a slow descent into madness. Madness is the rule, not the exception. If you don't overcome insecurity, the inevitable thing is you'll be drawn away from order into chaos. You will lose sense of yourself. You will lose even your humanity. You will descend into a disordered being who cannot make sense of anything, who doesn't know what is up and what is down, can't tell their left from their right. So that is not to scare you. It's just to say, that's what's going to happen, I promise you. That's not for some people who are unlucky. That's for everyone. So all the more reason to go, okay, well, that's a that's a terrifying ending. But it doesn't have to be that way. So whatever you are afraid of in terms of facing your fears, surely it couldn't be as bad as the fear of not facing them and ending in a place of chaos and disorder. Uh, insecurity is a solvable problem. Here is another way of thinking about the gift that the universe gives us to do work that's meaningful and in the in the face of resistance, in the face of energy that is dissipating and, um, and system of entropy. So credit to James Clear, Stephen Pinker, and Jeffrey A. Moore, who writes The Spiral Staircase. Uh, it's such a fascinating subject and one that applies to every single area of life. If you want to do your own research and understand more, uh, I've only had a short amount of time to drop a whole bunch of information on you, so I hope that's made sense. And I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.